0: Welcome to the stories we don't tell—a podcast about storytelling. Hello, everybody.
1: How are you doing, Paul? The uh, we're part three of our five-part series about things we've learned over the last five years. Um, we we each give one of the things we learned. We have a short conversation about it, and then we move on because you're a busy person uh, listening to this podcast, and so we're trying to give you quick hits of information or thoughts or whatever whatever it is you listen to this podcast for. Um,
0: no, it's really just Stephen, uh thought that our, our energy was a little low, so he's really trying to ramp it up right now.
1: I am. I'm bringing the energy, Paul, as, yeah. the, as the beginning song uh, clearly indicated.
0: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just stay where my energy was.
1: I'm going to leave your energy the same. I'm going to keep ramping it up until the fifth one is going to be super weird, okay, uh, just great. in case you're wondering. Um, I believe it is my turn to start. Sure. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> Um, and so, so my third learning, um, is, is one that I may have mentioned or talked about a little bit on the show before. Um, but I think probably,
0: I think we've talked about almost everything.
1: Yeah. We've talked about a lot of things. Um, (laughs) but, uh, so this one is, is a, is something that I've come to, come to really appreciate. Uh, it really came together for me actually in the, in the January event of this year. The idea that every event will have a life of its own, um, in that, The 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 way the stories will interplay with each other, the way that whatever the host brings, uh, the way that the space works, all of these other elements that are sort of separate from the stories itself, uh, will bring in an entire element of life uh, that that you can't really know really until you get into the space. You know who's in the room, um, how the stories will really sort of hit off each other when they're told in the order that they are in. Um, And all of these other pieces come together to make a whole. And I think so often that whole is is greater than the sum of its parts. You know, know, so the January event was an example of which we had this accidental mirroring uh, of the first half and the second half. Um, Which was actually almost entirely intentional because we didn't didn't, didn't know one of the stories was going to be until so late that we actually didn't really know what we were going to get. Um, and then this sort of, this accidental mirroring sort of came out of nowhere and it, it really sort of added this kind of cool, fun element to this evening that we had no, no idea for. Um, and I think that kind of, that kind of thing helps, um, bring, bring new life to, to, to an experience. Um, and I, I mentioned earlier, uh, in our first episode of this five and five about the whole idea that here's this, here's this element of, of if you have foundation, things can grow on top of it. And I think that sort of ability to have a space where that new life can come out of summer um, if it comes from knowing that foundation, comes from having a, a, a enough structure uh, that, that magic can then occur. Um, but I really do think that that sort of element is, has been something that I've, I, I didn't expect, I guess. I really didn't expect how different uh, each event might be. Um, and how removed from the stories themselves, that, that, case, that could still be important. Those, to those That whole aspect of this experience, something I just did not anticipate.
0: So I have a follow-up question, so I'm going to explain a little bit thing, uh, something here. So I have a, one of my favorite comedians is, is a, a British guy uh, named Stuart Lee, and he, he, I heard him in an interview one time, and he kind of started talking about how uh, for a comedian, every night, it's you're walking into a different place in a different comedy club or a different theater or a different whatever. And he's like, you have to negotiate so many variables like, OK, I go out on the stage Where's like, what are the lights like? What is the how big is the stage? How small is the stage? Do I have a chair or a stool? Do what's the audience like? Are they in theater style? Are there tables, their chairs? Are they serving food? Are, like there's all these weird little minute things that are like you're negotiating almost like unconsciously right because it's so used to it but for somebody like I, and I think a lot about that cuz we're in a different we don't do the event in one place every month yeah and a lot of the stuff that you're talking about is include is but in this one event is consistent to all of them like there there's a lot of variables involved but for you for somebody that's done you do a lot of events and you've done a lot of different kinds of events what is always that challenging thing for you when you walk into a new place and you first go, "All right, we have to do a thing here." Right. Like, what's the, what's the, the, what's like, the, the like the, like the challenge always that you have to overcome? The one consist, you know, right, consistent right, right.
1: One. Well, I, I, I think the, the most, the, 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 the so the most consistently expectation one is, can everyone in the audience, experience the show in the way that is best to be able to experience it, right? Like, yeah. you know, when you're, given the, it's, I this is very obvious, I think, when you think about doing them in people's houses, you know, how often has someone sort of sat in the kitchen not being able to see the storyteller to listen to them? Um, or even we had a show that was so big, someone sat on the porch outside and listened through the window. Um, but that's true, I think, in any venue, you know, I think whenever you're trying to negotiate a venue, trying to ensure that someone who is near the back or and someone right at the front uh, can have at least similar enough of an experience, um, that you, that's a constant negotiation. I think that's a truism across across almost every single type of, of thing. And it's it's you know it's easier when you have uh, have a you know a, a full on sound team and uh, and a well you know, designed venue, um, but. But no matter what, I think that's, to me, the, the biggest thing. How, do you, how are you ensuring that every single person can experience the event in the, in the best way that they can?
0: That's in, it's interesting because I just have one follow-up comment where, because I've done enough of these with you, it, it must be the way that you orientate yourself in a space because that seems to be the very first thing that you do whenever we go into a place is you're like, all right, how are we going to do this? And I usually leave this up to you. I usually just say, what do you want me to move? Where do you want me to move the stuff? But that seems to be a way that you get into the event, like yourself. Just like, okay, how do I organize this space
1: yeah you, know? you got to be able to envision envision how the yeah how people will filter in even how you know how how exits and entrances will work depending on where you where you, where you're sitting or standing at the stage you know um, whether or not something you know we've and again the last episode, in the May event that we just had um, you know we learned the the perils of having random windows that you one can see across the street yeah right <laughs> um, and, and what can be distracting about people behind the storyteller so even thinking about that stuff is um, it can't be understated i think but yeah so that's that's mine uh what's yours
0: mine's uh in relating re- relate, relates to writing and just kind of uh, it sounds a little cheesy or whatever but uh i like this uh something that i've really enjoyed especially the last few months cuz we talked about this before on this podcast but we in case you haven't heard we we do two workshops leading up to each event every month. So we do two workshops a a month. Yeah. It's been, it's very, very helpful to do these things with other people to, in order to challenge yourself, but also to, like, I think it goes both ways. It's like you're challenging yourself to do and try different things and take some risks. And you hope that that maybe encourages the other people that are in the workshop to do that. And then, You know, it's a back and forth because then you see other people doing that. And I think about that, too, of like they challenge me, but it's not an it's an unspoken thing. It's not a thing like I feel like you are challenging me to do. Like we don't speak like that in the workshops, but but you can tell it's just like I don't know. It's just it's a thing I've learned is is that something that's important in order to not. Get stuck in a kind of storytelling that you do, or to get comfortable and to keep pushing yourself to try new things is this like we get a pretty good, uh, high quality, uh, like stories, people that are really, really super smart people and really come to the table. And it makes me, in just my own work, want to, you know, also keep having to. To, to kind of step up and put my best self out there and and not just be like ah oh, well it's just, it's our event so I can just like tell an old shitty story that I've got like right. we need to keep doing stuff too
1: yeah know? exactly yeah the, the the new people who keep who bring bring new expectations or at least new expectations for yourself uh, to to keep that to keep that whole thing going um, yeah I think that's that's been that's been a consistent. The, the new. I, I think any sort of long lasting um, event or or experience. I think uh, requires some type of consistent new injection of human beings um, to bring in new new energy. You know, I think if I think if there's if there's the same same four or five people doing something for for years. Kudos, Steve, for, for to be able to keep that going. Um, but for me, it's, it is that sort of new person comes in and you want to make sure that they have the best experience. You want to show sure that they have the same experience that you would have been given, you know, three months in or a year in or two years in, um, every single time. And I think that sort of, that, that, that is, that does, that does a lot of good pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my, my, my follow-up question for you, are, like, are they also bringing, or do you find them bringing in new, uh, techniques? Like, do, do you find yourself sort of learning, um, craft, uh, as well?
0: I don't know. I think it's more the people themselves and their point of view and their perspective and and also that they don't know, they're not familiar necessarily with us with with you know with the kind of stuff they haven't t- heard us tell 10 stories before they're coming in like we're all kind of on equal footing and uh, I think it's been more on that side of it. It's really helped also with like just listening, like mm-hmm. being a little bit, not thinking that you figured it all out. Right. That yeah. it's like y- you, you really need to listen to people. And, um, you know, if they're thoughtful people and we try and create an environment like that, then, you know, it's good to, to just pay attention to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing else I'll, I'll throw out there before we sort of close up the show is that one thing that I found interesting about that has been uh, experiencing how different types of people interact with the show. Um, you know, so when you have a certain stand up comedian brings a different way of thinking about writing and storytelling than a than a practice writer does, um, than to someone who was who really inspired to tell sort of their, you know, their first story ever. Um, and I think I've been I've learned a little bit about about the ways to approach thinking and writing from the fact that we get you get these different totally different perspectives on how even the craft should be done, um, and then also from the listening perspective, how much you have to figure out how to how to give feedback in the way that will be heard. Um, I could you know, feel like that could be a whole we could do a whole show about how, how about how to give feedback. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in that show, uh, let us know because. We're interested in feedback, um, so I think that was a great answer, Paul. I'm giving you five checkered shirts out of five. Uh, well done.
0: How about I give you a beer?
1: I think you already have, so that's <laughs> that's that's uh, that's worth it. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you for having for listening. This has been the stories you don't tell podcast. Have a good. Week.
0: Subscribe to the Stories We Don't Tell podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes. For more information about the podcast, blog, and live events, find us on Facebook or visit storieswedonttell.org.
1: This episode of the Stories We Don't Tell podcast brought to you by blue and black checkered shirts. White checkers, blue, green, other colored checkers.